back to old school with DP and J. Well, if you're feeling all right and you think you're on, somebody let me know. Will everybody in the play put a whistle in your face? Screaming out and say, yo! Welcome back, old school 93.7 The Ticket. Rico J. Foreman, joined by the great Barry Thompson, Fairfax Football Academy. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> You're a great man. Well, I, well, maybe someday I'll start believing it. But for right now, I, I just got to – I keep looking over my shoulder. <laughs> hey, Barry, one thing I wanted to ask you about just the quarterbacks in general. Um, you see a lot of crossing routes, right? But what yeah. you see is, um, you know, a lot of quarterbacks throwing behind the receivers. So what? Right. what why is that? Is it lack of anticipation? Mm-hmm. Um, the windows yeah. not being as clear, yeah. or or them not read? Because I think that whether it's you know if you're going against a zone, you got to throw it differently versus where you're throwing against man, you want to throw to, right. you know, you want to throw them open. Right, right. So um, let me just. Describe for your listeners a classic one. Let's say I've got, I was just watching this this weekend and a guy missed it. Um, let's say you got two receivers to your right and you've got them running some type of vertical route and you have, um, you know, pretty much man coverage or maybe off man. So you know the two defenders are going to go with those vertical rights. And from your left, it can be a tight end or, you know, kind of that, not a sniffer, but, you know, that kind of the H back, but they move them out and kind of the tight end position, but he's off the line. And then he can run kind of not a, a, a shallow, but you know he'll cross at maybe this 10, 10 to twelve yard area. So your quarterback, he's going to start off, and he may be looking at that vertical route to get the safety to go with the two vertical routes, or he may be looking and, and making sure that the linebacker, the inside linebacker on the inside vertical route, that he clears right. If he goes vertical, then Jay, you know there's nobody underneath, right? right. So he could be looking at that. Right. So he does that first part of it. As he does that, this this crossing route is, is on the run. What he needs to do is at that point not throw the ball. He needs to reset his hips and then throw. Right. And so a lot of times what you'll see quarterbacks do is they'll they're they're looking to that side that we're talking about. They get the read that they want and then they'll throw the ball. Well, that's gonna lead to a lot of inconsistency at that point. You have to reset. Just from a technical standpoint, the the back foot, your back foot, sets the line for the throw. So if I was to, wherever you put your back foot, if I was to draw a line straight from that ankle bone straight to wherever you wanted to throw, that right. should be in your target area. So if you think of a guy dropping straight back, right? Right. And he's got this, this pattern that's going to cross and from his face from left to right, and he's dropping straight back. At the time he wants to throw that crossing route that's off to his right now, He's got to reset his hips and reset his base and then throw the ball. If they do that, you'll see quarterbacks one. Now, the other one that comes into play is, let's say, and there's a lot of split coverages in some of these defenses. So they, they'll, I'm going to get tech, I'm going to get geeky here. Get Jay, Jay will enjoy this. You can sometimes see three high safeties, and what they'll do is they'll divide the field into half. Right. And two of those safeties will play cover two. And yep. three of the underneath defenders will play cover two. Now to the backside, they'll also play cover two, but they're only playing cover two from the boundary over. 
right? Right, okay? right, yeah. Right, exactly, right? And it takes – so in that case, you could have a corner, a cloud corner, a guy's going to play tough, and the backers maybe have something, in, and then that, that over route that we're talking has to go over the head of a linebacker. Oh, and yeah. Some, right, so some people call that a level two ball. Um, there's a very simple way to tell quarterbacks how to stroke that ball to make it go up and down. So you're talking about being sound mechanically. That's the base. Right. And the reason you want to be sound mechanically is because you have to be able to do things with the football at the quarterback position. Um, you know, the most famous one is, is uh, let's say you want to run a bender and he's just clearing the linebacker, or that ball can't be driven, or it's going to hit the back of the linebacker's head. Right. Right. That ball has to go up and has to come down into the hands and before the safety. So that's when you're you're mechanically sound. Now you can manipulate the ball. But their base answer is, if you go back and look, you'll find probably the quarterback didn't reset his history for you. And they'll do it on shallows a lot, right? right. They don't show shallow routes a lot. You'll see the guy streaking by, and the quarterback will throw on the ball. It'll be on his back shoulder. It'll be a little bit high. Right. Right? And and if you go back and look technically, that's probably what the quarterback did. Barry, from your perspective, I, I, a big thing I said was, uh, you know, good defenses, I think they really do a good job of rerouting, throwing off the timing of offenses, whether you reroute or just position your body. Um, for you – how hard is it or how hard is it to scheme against a team that's really technically sound and can throw off your rhythm, uh, you know, obviously with releases? You see when the, the first time the Patriots or the Rams played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, they did a really good job of obviously jamming their receivers and, and just destroying their, their route combinations and their timing. And even at the college level, whether you're facing an RPO team or just, you know, any type of, you know, whether you got a pro style or whatever, uh, changing the, the route combinations and progressions by your either body or, or reroute. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How hard is that to scheme against or play against? Well, I, I start off by telling receivers, I tell them, if you get rerouted, you're dead. Right. So don't expect the ball. Like you know right. what I'm just saying, you need to figure this rerouting things out. There's a guy about seven yards off. 
we pat, you know, his only purpose is to get his hands on you. <laughs> right. And you let him do it, just understand you're never going to get the ball. So let's work on that. So that's, that's that. I think the, the, the toughest defense is, one, there's sometimes you can have a defense that just physically will overwhelm you. Right. Right, and they're just physically better, and that's, that's a nightmare. But the one that we're talking about in the main is, I think that's what you're kind of talking about, Jay, is a defense who's just solid. Right, the defensive backs and the linebackers—they're not hopping around, right? They, they, and they're, they're not fooled. Their right. eyes aren't fooled. Because I'm gonna tell you, about 90% of offense is to get you like you're in a spot, and somehow I get you to move left, and then I throw right where you are. Right. Yeah. That's 90% of offense. And so when you have a defense that doesn't fall for the banana and tailpipe, <laughs> like yeah. You, you're going to my left, but, you know, my buddy's handling that. My job is to stay right here, right? Or I'm, I'm backfilling. I'm a, I'm a backer, and I see a, a crosser. I yell in and in, and I immediately start looking for work because right. I know something's coming back. That type of defense, yeah, that, that's, that's a problem because they're just not giving you anything the way that offenses normally function. You think about mess routes, right? Mess routes, they got two backers, and they got two uh, routes coming from opposite sides they're going to cross. Well, theoretically, the backers should be able to handle that, right? right. One backer sees a thing going across his face, he yells NNN. The other backer at the same time says NNN, and boom, they're both there. But what happens? One backer starts squeezing the route, right? Quarterback throws away from that backer, and then the other mess route's wide open, correct? Yep. Okay. So... That's a great example of about how 90% of offense works. It's just you get a defense where their eyes are disciplined, their, their gaps sound, they're playing where they're supposed to play. That, to me, that type of defense would drive me crazy. <laughs> hey, Barry, I want to ask your opinion. How important is it for the offense as a general to be patient in the first couple drives against this Rutgers defense because you know the their defense is going to come and you know obviously have energy yeah. they got the blackout yeah. and so forth and so on right but how important just just i, I call it playing steady yeah. but how yeah. important is it for them to have the mindset hey look let's take what they give us and just you know obviously we'd like to be meticulous and matriculate down the field but if we don't right. just be patient because eventually we'll get our shots yeah the, to me that's that's you want an offense that has the ability to buff Right, you want them to be able to, hey, this is there to go get it, and we're going to go get it. And then, hey, we're, we're, things are a little bit rough and blah, blah, blah. And, okay, let's just, let's just get three yards. Let's get four yards. Let's find a way to move the chain. To me, I think what happens more often, Jay, is, is it, there are parts of the game where offensively you want to be patient. Yeah. And there's parts of the game where you want to go at it. And so the maturity comes and the, the efficiency comes when you have a guy at the controls who can understand that this is a part of the game where I've got to take a check down. You know, this is a part of the game for reasons. I tell quarterbacks, there's at least five different ways that you need to understand the play, right? So when you're a young guy and young player, okay, I'll just remember the play call and I know what I'm supposed to do, right? And then from a quarterback perspective, okay, I know where everybody's lined up and so forth. Then you've got to understand, okay, what is the defense doing and what's the doing. But you also need to understand if a call comes in 
and I'm on the minus 30, and we're down by two scores. I've got to understand why that play is being called, right. why that formation is being run, right? i got to right. understand it because when the ball snaps, I am going to have options available to me, and things aren't always going to go right. But i got to make decisions in the, in the context of why that play call came in. Got me? Yep. And, and that same play call, if I'm at the plus 30, and we're up by two scores, all right? Now, right, it's a little bit different deal, right? I've got different factors to consider. Yeah, I want the extra score, but I don't want to take points off the board. You know, like that type of thing. So, right. so it's – the. The great offenses and the great quarterbacks and offensive units really kind of understand whether the coach is doing it through calls and they understand it or whether somebody at the controls and understands, hey, this part of the game, we need to settle down. Uh, three yards here is great. That's a win. I don't need – yeah, there's an alert over there, but I'm going to pass it up this time, right? And I'm going to go here because that's going to give me five and we're going to move the change. Because if I go the alert and I miss, then – all of a sudden, I'm third and long, and we're in bad field position. You know, like those types of things. So, right. it, it is important, Jay. It's extremely important. Oh, it, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I got totally lost there for a second. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to go to a break right now, and when we come back, we're going to find out what Barry's cooking, what Barry's eating, uh, what Barry is prepared to not send to us because he is uh, stingy and doesn't want to share his food with any of us. Uh, <laughs> up next on Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.